All right, you all, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So to quote one of the greatest DC comic movies of all time, Batman the Dark Knight, you either die a hero or live long enough to become a villain. I really wish that wasn't true, but oh my God, like nowadays you just don't get really any room, right? With cancel culture, having a poor emotional intelligence, uh, uh, or just, I don't know, bad timing, right? So one of the things that's been very strong and prevalent, um, in front of my eyes that I've seen um, lately is just the the complete role reversal. And since I'm seeing this now, you know, a little bit older, you know, I'm past, you know, I've had all the fun years, right? I've done 18, I've done 21, I've done 30. Like, you know, I've had all those fun years and checked off all those boxes And now I'm getting to the point where now I can kind of look back and honestly say that, wow, some of the people that said they would never are now the villains, right? They're now the bad guys, right? They said they would never cheat. They said they would never lie. They said they would never steal. They said they would never bully the way they got bullied. But guess what? In order to stop and remove and fight the bullies, they became the bully. And and no show shows this better um, right now. If, if you want a, a quick version of you go watch Cobra Kai, Johnny Lawrence was a bully to Danny LaRusso in Karate Kid wholeheartedly. But once the roles reverse and Johnny Lawrence is just a loser and on the bottom it's actually Danny LaRusso that's doing everything he can with his money, with his power, very Terry Silver, to squash him and push him down. So in, in, in trying to make sure that, you know, the feelings that he had when he was bullied don't come back, he uses everything in his power to bully this grown man out of his chances to build what we see is actually something helpful for these kids, right? Now, sure, they do get beat up and, you know, a kid gets put in the hospital. But mm, aside from that, you know, growth is growth. I mean, no one is ever going to be able to look back in time and be able to say something to a whole generation that could actually help them. Growth is growth, time is time, people are people. I mean, there's much more violent and horrible things that happened 500 years ago than present day right now, even though they try to make it seem that way, like the opposite. But hey, were you bullied? You know, because that's that's my experience and that's what I learned is hurt people hurt people. You got these bullied women, these bullied men you know, and, and it didn't always start that way. They may look good and attractive and make a lot of money now. And you just wonder, like, where does this streak come from? Like, were they abused? Um, were they like R. Kelly, where, 
you know, they were molested and abused. And then as they amass wealth and power, um, they abuse and hurt people even more, right? Even more, more worse than they were abused or hurt, you know, as a kid or as an adolescent or in college, you know, it's, it's really hard to pinpoint what, what it is that makes this person choose to bully people now that they've been bullied, but it's just a hard thing to watch. It's a hard sentiment to ponder on is like, wow, like when we were kids, you said you would never be that dirty politician. And now you're being that. And, and people look up to these people as heroes, right? And this is, it's just mind boggling. It's like, wait, you want us to do as you say, but not as you do. That's you're the bad guy. Now we would sit and listen to stories about, you know, famously in, in our TV shows, you've got like Walter White in Breaking Bad, who is consistently trying to do all these things just to beat cancer. And then his fight to beat cancer now becomes his fight to be the number one drug dealer or producer, <laughs> scientist to cook in ABQ. So, God, who else? You got like the, the Mean Girls. In Mean Girls, what starts off as something so sweet and innocent. Just a young, nerdy girl trying to fit in at a school. You know, turns into, you know, this girl turning around and being, you know, almost as nasty, but just as nasty and intelligent as her, you know, counterparts. So, like, where does this backpack... And the contents of it come from. Like, how is it that you can get all the way to the end of, of, of your road? Let's say a career, a job, a this, a that, or the other. And you mimic the, the, almost the same things that you said you weren't going to be. Well, you copy environments. You copy behavior. Whatever you saw, you know, um, whatever you saw adults doing, you now do. As an athlete, you copy the, the best athletes that you saw, the worst athletes that you saw. As an employee, you may copy, mimic, or implement things that you've seen done previously before you without even looking at the to-do list, without even looking at the checklist. Like You're just willingly repeating things that are an HR nightmare. And then when you take the test, when you do the HR training, you check the box that everything is good and really it's bad because you don't know how to exist in this job without bringing this backpack of old behaviors that you saw because that boss or assistant was successful, right? In your parents' marriage, you saw failure. In your parents' marriage, you saw success. So... And I saw this in a TV show. I was watching uh, Insecure. And I'm all the way at the beginning of the show. Like I'm not like everybody else. I'm in season two. And I'm watching in this show. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Season two. Season two. Cover your ears for a second. Molly is trying to mimic and find a marriage like her parents. Right? What she finds out 
that maybe their marriage and their life wasn't so squeaky clean. So here you have it. The people that are even together, married 30, 40, 50 years, have dealt with cheating. They've dealt with this, that, and the other. And they stay together. They make it. And the kids are saying, how could you? But they're like, this is actually what we signed up for. For good times, for bad times, I'll be by your side forevermore. I mean, the song is that's what friends are for, but, you know, that's what they both signed up for was that kind of marriage. And excuse me, I'm a little stuffed up, so I apologize. But, um, And then the opposite. You want to mimic what you saw, even if it was fake at a time. You want to mimic what you saw, even if it was bad at a time. So I, I, it's sad to me that Chris Brown, you know, when in uh, back in the early 2000s, when him and Rihanna were a thing, he was physically abusive to her. And that's what he saw happen to his mom. He doesn't know how to not do that because that's what he saw. Right. You'd have to 100 percent fear that or hate it for it to be removed from you. But it, it dripped through the cracks and became a part of his young manhood, his young adulthood. And some of those things that jump in there when you're in your young 20s, I mean, they stay in there for a long time, right? And I mean, you might have seen it in hobbies, right? If you if you were casually riding your bike by a bowling alley and saw some guys cheering and celebrating and drinking beers and whatnot outside on the, on the atrium, the porch, and you're like, I don't want to do that when I get older. We copy environments and behaviors that we have seen. And this isn't just a childhood or an adolescent thing, you know, or young adults, you know, we just go with the flow. Sometimes as adults, we just go with the flow and copy environments and copy behaviors. And in order to get that promotion, in order to get that job, you got to be ruthless and downright dirty and, and ready to just burn people. And it's like, if you've seen that in a toxic work environment, if you've seen that, you never want to be in that 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 workplace again. So I remember um, I had a friend of mine ask me, why is it that all the jerks keep getting moved up in this company? Why is it that the jerks keep moving up? And, and, and it's like they wonder why all the good people leave. Well, I've spoken to this billions of times on why. These people that you're harshly criticizing, they don't care about your feelings. They care about the job and they will do whatever it takes, even if it means hurting people's feelings or making people upset to get the job done. Somehow they always seem to get around HR, don't they? Now, I think it's honestly because we don't believe we can go to HR because, you know, secretly you won't get promoted anymore after that because the next manager up is thinking, well, I'm not promoting somebody that's going to rat me out. Nobody's going to do that. Right? And I've seen people level out like that. I had a friend that was telling um, our group one time, yeah, report them, HR, HR, HR. I looked in the company directory, she was gone. <laughs> I was like, wait, huh? She had just gotten some people let go, a few people let go. And I looked up one day to see if she was still with the company and she was gone. And it's just like, Man, so 
you know, for a lot of people, they were once innocent and unwavering, right, in their morals. This is like Captain America in, in, in Marvel Comics. Captain America is the beacon of justice. He is the beacon of, of, of right, of righteousness. To see him end up all the way in Captain America Civil War and be against his own team, it's not unheard of. It's actually normal. When you have a boardroom of executives arguing about something as simple as as going from you know paper to paperless for people's bills for billing, I mean they'll flip over the tables. You know, it's like in any superhero that becomes public enemy number one. You know, so anybody can be hunted, anybody can be targeted, anybody can be wrongfully accused. And that's what people don't realize. Like, it can happen so easily from a mistake. A mistake. Right? But these these people that were once innocent and unwavering in their morals, they do get trapped up and tripped up sometimes into decisions where the only decision they can make will upset the masses. The only decision they can make will upset their peers. Right? I mean, let's just say, for example, um, like this is this is from a movie. I won't explain what movie, but maybe you'll figure it out. You have a choice. You can allow something to happen on the planet that will allow growth and money and wealth and all the things that you enjoy to happen all over again for someone else. But millions of people have to die. Right. So you can allow this event to happen. And if you allow this event to happen, there'll be money, there'll be wealth, there'll be healing, there'll be medicines, there'll be great life for people, there'll be jobs, there'll be all these wonderful things that we love about life. And there'll be better life, better this, better that for all these people. But you've got to sacrifice some people. Right. Well, some people feel like that sacrifice is worth it. And as we see now with this Travis Scott thing, people are trying to tie his, his, um, the, the people that died and being trampled as some kind of sacrifice for him to be some kind of music God or music, you know, elevation to the devil or whatever. There's always a sacrifice, right? Sometimes the sacrifice might be being outcast, Right. If you're a really good person, a really good person, think about all the black leaders that we've had assassinated, wrongfully accused, thrown into prison. It's like that's the sacrifice. You either have to completely disappear from people, die, or get completely outcast and they find every which way to scrub your name. And I, hey, we saw it with me too and time's up. These once innocent people with unwavering morals, these women that we should care about and love, right, now have to stick it to people and actually make men look bad that everybody loves and everybody worships on TV and movies and all this stuff, right? So then you have to ask yourself the question, 
Are you more proud of that woman for sticking her chest out or more angry at her for damaging somebody you classified as a hero, right? Your favorite football player, your favorite quarterback from this college or this, you know, professional team, right? So it's a juggle. You're like, man, like, I really, I really wish you wouldn't have done that. Now, because of what she said, I can never look look at my favorite athlete the same way. So, let's say it's you, right? Oh, I'll never cheat. I don't have any reason to cheat. I study well. I know well. I know what to do. I never have any reason to cheat on any test. I never have any reason to cheat in any job. I never have any reason to cheat on my husband or my wife. I'll never lie. I never have any reason to lie. I can always tell the truth. If I don't need to tell the truth, I won't say nothing at all. Like, really? Like, we say these things, right? Thinking you will never be in that position, but what if you are? Right? It's like the greatest humble pie in the world is to be sitting there actually having to think things over. You're like, wow. Either direction I go, I'm going to look bad. Now I'm the bad guy. So, <laughs> like, the, the term I've heard this so many times, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. Now you're the bad guy, right? And it's like I said, like with the Me Too and Time's Up movement, you're going to call somebody out. You're going to put somebody on blast that everybody's going to hate, right? And and you said it when you were a kid. I'll never be a gossiper. I'll never be like Wendy Williams. I'll never be like Howard Stern. I'll never be like these people that trash people's names and run them down and all this and all of that. But are you the bad guy now? Uh-oh. <laughs> And this is kind of what made me laugh. It's it's kind of what made me laugh is I was sitting here thinking, I was just like, wow, like we really go hard on people. Like we really, really go hard on people. But then what, like, what if your best friend, like your, your best friend is telling you, you know, how holy and blessed and good they are and they're cheating, right? Giving you, giving you a hard time about looking the other way. What happens when you're the bad guy? You foul somebody too hard. You fired somebody, right? You, you, you had to make the decision to eliminate jobs, right? You had to tell a kid that they're off the team because you, you have too many quarterbacks. Three, three quarterbacks is three too many quarterbacks, right? Like, think about this. Like, are you the bad guy now? And I really don't think it's, it's, it's purely intentional. It's just, we get to a certain point with some things in life where we've been trying to do, we've been trying to do the right thing for so long amongst the 90% that will not. 
that it wears you out. It burns you out. You're just tired. Just like, I just woke up tired. <laughs> like, I woke up tired. And that's the thing. Like, how many days does Captain America really have to pick up that shield? Why does he even need it? And everybody else is walking around with a gun. Right? Does he really have to pick up that shield every day? And it's like, man, heaven forbid that day he throws that shield too hard and cracks somebody's skull open. And it was out of self-defense, right? And that's all I'm saying. We've got people that have been grinding and working so hard, right? That it, it just, it's, they're so tired. They've been doing the right thing for so long that they, they've just, they've worn out. They just need to rest. Because now they're, it's blending, right? They're trying so hard and pushing so hard to be good that they're now hypocritical and, and, and pushing so hard that everything that they're doing to keep good stance and good stature is breaking the backs of people. It's hurting people. It's literally causing more harm than good. They're, the the church is starting, like the people are starting to leave that church. The gym attendance is just going down. That personal trainer is losing clients, right? That, that Catholic mass was once full. Now it's at 75% and in a year to be at half capacity. And you're just like, God, like what went wrong? What went wrong? And I honestly believe that it's when these people that are trying so hard to do good, like if they're good people, these people that are trying so hard to do good, what happens is when they start to panic and see that they don't have very much control, they got to fake it and, and, and they fake it and try to throw something in there really quick that has no value, a system with no value, no truth that has no research. They throw a gimmick that's worked somewhere else, and now they <laughs> have to carry it out. Like they, they haven't done their research to find out specifically why a certain area went bad, why a certain area went wrong. And instead of doing the homework, instead of doing the research and admitting, hey, I don't know this part. This is my Achilles heel. Now we get 10, 20 years down the road and boom, cancel culture, you know, blah, blah, blah has three offshore accounts and money in the Cayman Islands. And originally that was how you were going to fund a new homes project for people that were, you know, on government assistance or on the res or, you know, trying to jump the, the, the fence and, and dig tunnels and be here illegally like originally you had set aside money to help people have homes and funding and life and and a better plan than what they had that were lower income that were impoverished and and struggling in life or immigrating and jumping the fence like you were originally going to help them but mm, turned into some other kind of political thing didn't it <laughs> so that's just it these people were, were once innocent and unwavering in their morals. 
but now they're out here doing wrong, you know, and and they're aggressing aggressively removing the ability to be hurt, right? So I mean, they limit contact with people. They won't even hug people in public. They're just too itchy, right? They're dictators now. They have to dictate any and everything around them just to sleep at night. And they're removing the fun for everyone else. You know, and you, like, they're removing it. How do I say this? They're removing the fun so that they can have it all for themselves. And it's one of those scenarios where you just wonder, like, how is it that they have so much and we have so little? Right? We've heard this. People talk about the top 1%. I'm not talking about the one top 1%. We haven't even got up to them yet. This is still <laughs> upper middle class. Right? So that's just the thing. We have so many pathways in life. And a lot of people don't realize that they have now become the bad guy. It's it's terrifying. It's sad. They won't open up their mouths and simply speak to the things they don't understand, the things that they're not good at. Instead of being embarrassed for one day and having a conversation with their family, their husbands, their wives, work, they just go on bullying in the way they were bullied. Because what is a bully really? It's somebody who has been damaged at one point, and this is the language that they understand of how to get things, how to do things, to be mean, to be vulgar, to be rude, to be physically abusive. That's how they understand to get things. And it may work, but as a, as a, a total person, you aren't developed and whole, right? In your thinking, in your evolution, like you have no yin-yang, like you don't understand the divine feminine and the divine masculine. You don't understand the internal energy and the external energy. You don't understand what a, a the, the proper function of dense flexed muscle should be, as well as the inner workings of your intestinal system and how that should be flowing soft tissue like water. It should just move and bend with ease. Not exactly like water, but so water can pass through it. So, yeah. Are you the bad guy now? Like, go back and seriously look. And honestly, I want you to think, like, what was it that I was afraid to admit? Well, I just, I'm not good with, um, I'm just not good with handling the finances and making a financial plan. I'm not good with cooking. I'm not good with saying I'm sorry. I'm not good with asking for help. I'm not good with delegating tasks. I'm not good with, with speaking up and, and saying how I feel. I'm not good with expressing my feelings. I'm not good with, with letting people take the lead. I'm not good with, um, you know, this, that, and the other. So it's like, whatever it is, you can always trace it back and see that, man, you built things around that. It's like around whatever that deficiency is, you built a village of, okay, better clothes, better shoes, more money. Um, make sure you look like you know what you're saying at all times, even if you don't. And then if 
if you don't know what you're saying, make sure you blame somebody. And if you have people afraid enough, they'll prompt you to learn the things that you're weak in. Like you can build a village of protection around you so that no one can ever see the weakness ever again. That's easy, right? But a lot of people do it to be successful. It's not exactly a bad thing. You know, sports-wise, it's it's not a bad thing until you get exposed at the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter, like my Falcons did with the Patriots. Or until you get exposed in a seven-game series in the NBA and they find out you really aren't as good of a defender as everybody thinks you are because you get tired in the third quarter and we need you all 48 minutes. That last 12 minutes, you're just falling down the whole time. So yeah, whether people like it or not, I saw this growing trend um, a year ago and I tried to warn some of my best friends. I tried to explain it to them. I'm like, hey, whatever you have going on right now that is not good about you, make sure you clean that up because I'm watching women and men just get put on full blast right now. And it's so humiliating. It's so embarrassing. It's like, I'm going looking under the bed, looking for under couch cushions. I'm like, what have I done wrong that I don't want to be put out on blast in social media, right? Or, or in public or whatever. So I come humbly through the door every day. I'm like, all right, I think I'm good. That's my prayer. I'm like, Lord, (laughs) ancestors known and unknown, please hear me. (laughs) Whatever I have done wrong, please let me make it right today. (laughs) So, yeah, hopefully that'll sit well with you all. Eat that. Let that sit in your tummy. Hopefully it's good wisdom. Sweet as honey. (sighs) Wise as serpents, harmless as doves. But yeah, I don't want you to be the bad guy now. Go clean it up. Whatever it is, it's not so bad that you can't explain it to a shrink, a therapist. Uh, Go to your pastor. Talk to your husband. Talk to your wife. Talk to your friends. Admit it to somebody. Then if, if you haven't fixed the problem in three days, three days to a week, then yeah, go to a professional. Right. Expose that thing before it exposes you. All right, you all. I love you all. Hope you love me back. Yep, definitely love, like, and share these messages. Um, I am so in love with you all and in love with with what you've built and given me back, and I, I will continue. So I love you all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.